Oh, dude, we are big time pimping now, guys. Just wait until you hear about the cool things that Eric's been working on today. Y'all, I want to say welcome to the final Dragon Drive show of 2023. It's pretty crazy, dude. Episode 44. We're going to talk yeah. about how many shows we've done this year, how many news episodes we've done this year, and how many times we've been live throughout <laughs> the from other events. Y'all, again, welcome to the Dragon Drive show, episode 44. Presented by Summer Racing. I'm excited about this episode tonight. This will probably be a little shorter than normal. We both have a ton of stuff that is going on tonight. So we're going to cover, I don't know, the amazing things that happened to us in 2023 and the community. We've got a lot of stuff there. We're going to talk about the guests that were on the show. And you guys are not going to believe how many records were reset in 2023. And then we're going to talk about some new events that are coming for 2024. And a bunch more. Eric, hit that intro video and dude, let's get this thing kicked off. All right, here we go. Guys, I'm here with Dave Terezi, Mr. Energy. Oh, yeah. Psyched to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm yeah. oh, we're looking this for a six something. That's excited you're here. It's gonna be a ton of fun. Great weather. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this right here. Well, guys, if you don't know, my name is Mike Narkson. I uh, I do this all the time, man. This is this is like a, a, a full-time deal for me now, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Um, basically, I'm, I'm a Dragon Draft statistician. I love it. I love all the digging in deep and finding cool stuff, and that's what's coming in 2024. Eric, introduce yourself. Tell them who you are and what you got going on, dude. I am Eric White. I am your co-host for the Dragon Drive News and Dragon Drive Show. I do a lot of artwork, uh, photo editing, pretty much anything that Mike needs help with, really. <laughs> and then uh, when I'm not helping over here, I'm overrunning my channel, which is 815 LSX Swaps. And I'm back to being a uh, rising creator again on Facebook. That's uh, Dude, been kind of up and down, which yeah. is wild. At this point, I'm not surprised anymore. Like you, you, you do so much all the time that uh, we're, we're kind of used to that now. We're we're expecting it i guess would be the the correct phrase there from facebook and guys i want you to understand that means that it's not like eric is continuing at the same level like he has to continue to increase his own output to update that so if you're not following eric's personal page you need to do that as well so add that to your mix well dude we just had christmas the other day we got new year's coming up did you get anything cool i did get some cool stuff yeah. one thing I got this, uh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> stream deck, which I'm kind of playing around with here. As disappointed because yep. we did some testing and my audio here isn't working. But I mean, from a push of a button, I can kind of change us around. Nice. All kinds of nice. stuff. So, so that's yeah. going to be fun. Um, can start the show, end the show. You know, I can turn my mic off, turn it back on, my camera yeah. on and off. So 
pretty cool. It's got uh, 15 buttons on it, and uh, yep. looks like you can kind of program some stuff. So I think that's going to help. Uh, you can't see, but I'm sitting in a new uh, computer chair, which what? Uh, the chair that I had before was essentially a folding chair. There was no padding on that thing. So you would always see me moving around here trying to get comfortable. And I got an electric scooter for the drag strip. Dude, that's going to change your life. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Yep. And there's a comment here. Does Eric do t-shirt designs? Um, I've done a couple. It's, I'm still working on improving that. Yep. Um, something that hopefully as we get into 2024, I got some ideas on stuff for that. And maybe I'll be able to do a little bit more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And that's a great question. And he actually did, we're going to talk about this in a little bit too, but he did a design for us this year. And so dude, you can definitely do it. I mean, that's, let's, let's, that's not out of the question. Well, I want to tell you guys, I didn't get anything for Christmas except some happy kids. Cause man, my wife, is amazing. She took care of all of it. I didn't have to, I mean, she asked me two questions, I think the whole time and, and just handled it. She's awesome. Melissa, I love you. You, you did great on that. And the dude, do you have any new year's plans? You going to party? You going to, going to work on a car? What do you got planned for that? Uh, really not a whole lot. Um, this weekend though, my kid is now driving. He has his mm -hmm. permit and uh, my neighbor, Dan, for those who know him from some of my videos, he's got a coworker with a 2011 Impala. So he's going to bring that over. We're going to take a look at that and possibly pick that up for my kid, which <laughs> means my driveway is going to be packed. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have, what, six cars in the driveway, something like that? You got two in the uh, garage and three or four outside? So I've got oh. the Mustang and 240 in the garage, my truck and the wife's SUV in the driveway, my oldest boy and his girlfriend's cars are here and then also my youngest kid is going to have a car so yes. yeah it's going to be wild yes. but beyond that uh we usually don't do a whole lot for new year's yeah. we usually stay home and yeah. i don't know just kind of relax so no no big plans yeah that's my goal as well is just to kind of lay back i uh man we've been pushing so hard even the last few months like i really thought pri would be a good break for us but dude it hasn't been like mm -hmm. we, we've probably pushed harder since PRI than we have the last three months, you know, just trying to get all the notes made for these shows, trying to get artwork done, trying to, you know, I've really ramped up a lot of the thought process of the circuit. I mean, that's really taking a ton of my time. So it's going to be crazy. It's uh, it, I'm, I'm excited to maybe have a break. I took about, I took half of Christmas Eve off and I didn't touch the computer all day Christmas day, but then Tuesday I literally got up to pee. That was it. That's all I, I just, and I worked like 13 or 14 hours straight. So it's been pretty good. Yep. And it's nice. I've got this whole week off. So, um, you know, we've talked before, as long as I've been at my day job, I've accumulated, uh, quite the yep. vacation. So I was able to take this whole week off. So, uh, I'd mentioned to you on Tuesday, it was put the house back in order after Christmas Yeah, and uh, assemble things that my kids got. So my uh, youngest boy is in the room next to me. He just got a L-shaped computer desk. And I tell you oh. what, it took me all day to assemble that, move his bed and put that thing in there. It was crazy, <laughs> but yes. he's happy. He loves it. So that's Dude, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's get into the show. Guys, I want to say thanks. I want to kick the show off by saying thank you 
for everybody that's hung out with us all year. This has been crazy. We call you guys our race car friends, but really it's race car family. I'm telling you, it's amazing what you guys have provided for us throughout this year. We want to thank our sponsors, Summit Racing, Molly Motorsports, Howard's Cam, Sweet Patina, and Racing Junk for putting up with us, really. I mean, like they've they filled a lot of questions from us. There's a lot of stuff that we just don't know, and we go to them and and ask, and then, you know, we're always trying to find out the newest and latest information for you guys that, that's out there. So thank you to them. Thank you to you. But guys, listen, we're not stopping. 2024 is already kicked off. We're already talking about events. You've seen Sick the Mag starting to post a ton of stuff about <clears throat> the Super Bowl of Dragon Drive. Sick Week is coming up 33 days from now. I'm really pumped about this event. I think we're going to see some people swing. Jason Sack is coming. I'm excited about him being there. We know Rich Guido is going to be down there. Two-time stick shift champion. We'll see if he can three-peat, be one of the only people that's ever won every year that's down there. I haven't heard about Michael Westberg if he's coming, but I have heard that Stefan Gustafson is coming with way more power. Nice. 400 more horsepower goes a long way in that car. So should be pretty cool. Carolina drag cruise is in a hundred days. That's right. 100 days and registration opens on the first. So what's that? Four days from now, three days from now. Yeah. Something like that. So registration's open for that BC drag it challenge, which is on this picture here. I hope as well, they opened their registration on January 2nd. So that's right behind that. Big Sky Race Week. We might we had Austin on the uh, one of the live streams from PRI. He they are opening registration on January thirteenth, and he's going to be on the show January tenth to kind of talk through some of that and maybe get that last little bit of uh, of extra hype. I see uh, Trevor Brandon here saying he's coming for the Sick Week Freaks. If you guys don't know, he's got the baddest GTR in Drag and Drive, bar none, hands down. That car's had a ton of upgrades. This car should be really, really fast. This go around. He was really fast. He was knocking on sevens at Bandamere. Y'all, I think he made like, and he'll be able to tell me in a minute, but eight or nine passes at Bandamere the last night of race week. Wow. That car went down all night long. It was really, really cool. Um, I see a lot of folks in here making comments. I want to say thanks to you guys. Central Victorian Dragon Drive is April 18th through 21st. Registration is open for that now. If you are in Australia, that is in the southeast part of the country. Um, for all of the folks that are here, you need to make the trip down there. I think that's there's a lot of events that are happening. Well, we talked about the other day, there's seven events in Australia. I guess it was yeah. last week we talked about seven events in Australia. It's pretty cool. Um, the circuit. 117 days away from the circuit. It begins April 19th. And guys, I'm excited to tell everyone that we are going to be able to live stream the event. Thank you so much to our buddy at On The Spot Auto Repair in Gentry, Arkansas. Guys, amazing. Nick Robinson has been to several of our events over the years. He stepped up big time with this. I really, really appreciate that. We're going to go live on the Circuit Facebook page as well as all of the Dragon Drive Addiction Facebook or uh, social media channels. So it'll be live on YouTube. It'll be live on Instagram. It'll be live on Facebook. Everywhere that we are, it's going to be live as well. So that should be really, really cool to be able to bring that event to the public. And I think it's only going to help us grow that event. You know, we increased the car count from 100 to 125 last year to take care of some of the people on the wait list. This year we went to 150, sold out in like two days. 
I think 70% of the people that signed up, 101, 102 people signed up had done it the year before or were their co-pilots. So it's pretty crazy to have that kind of support right out of the gate. I'm excited about that. And I should have an email tomorrow that will lock down the racer party for Saturday night. I'm excited, excited, excited about that. So anytime I say excited tonight, take a drink. <laughs> um, and God, this happened yesterday. We locked in the charity that we're going to be helping for the event. We're going to help the Children's Haven of Southwest Missouri, which is right in Joplin, Missouri. It's like literally about nine miles from the track. So I've provided some tickets to the track for them for the day of the event. And we're going to route all of the cars, all the race cars and all the people riding along with them by the Children's Haven. Now, here's what's cool about that. That's going to happen on Friday. It is much like the children's shelter that we've helped for more than 10 years. So there are going to be kids on site. One of the coolest things, the, the first line in the email back from the lady was, please, please tell me when these cars are coming by. The boys cannot wait. Well, she said the boys will not be able to contain themselves. So I'm really excited about having that. So that's going to be really cool to be able to, basically parade 150 cars past this little children's haven children's shelter again we always work with abused and neglected kids charities and our goal this year is to raise ten thousand dollars we raised sixty six hundred dollars last year twenty five dollars of every entry goes right to them so we're already at what's that four grand or something like that right out of the gate. So pretty easy. I think we're going to do a ton of raffles. We obviously have a scavenger hunt coming, all this kind of stuff. It's going to be really, really fun. And if you haven't signed up yet, please jump on the wait list. We are sold out, but listen, jump on the wait list. There will be people that fall out. There's no question that's going to happen. And at 150, maybe we can catch an extra 20, 25 people that will fall out and that would allow 20 or 25 more. And that would not take up the wait list. So you need to be on it and be ready. So be working on your car for the folks that are out there that be working on your car, be ready. All right. Lastly, we've got a new, or not lastly, we got a new event for 2024. It's another uh, weekend event. You're seeing a lot of this in the early part of the year, which is awesome. It's a great way to you know, basically test your car. So this is the track and cruise put on by Big Brawl productions sorry um it's april 19th through 21st it's kind of the it's a three-day event at three different tracks they're about 150 miles apart total so it's really cool so our buddy at patina pit stop casey was talking to us a couple months ago about like hey there there needs to be something there's a lot of events here in the nashville you know eastern tennessee area a lot of tracks he's like so we need something to do with we need somebody to do something. Well, these guys have done it. Brad Ash is one of the promoters for this event. It looks like it's going to be really fun. They're going to release all the details on January 2nd. So the first couple of days of January are going to be pretty insane. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, registration's opening. We got information coming out on a brand new event, all this kind of stuff. And then King of the Open Road and Cruise and Lose are April 26th. That's 124 days from now if anybody's counting. Cruise and Lose registration opens January 19th, and we'll have more from Jared as we're coming up um, pretty soon. Cruise and Lose is in Iowa, so they're I-29 Dragway and Kearney, Nebraska. And then uh, King of the Open Road will be Oklahoma City to start the season off for them. So pretty crazy stuff. A lot yeah. of events, a lot of event news. I didn't mean to do that many uh, <laughs> right out of the gate, but <clears throat> you know, we're kind of trying to move that to, to the news episodes on Saturday mornings. 
Yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy that our first event is only in 33 days, as we yeah. were just talking about, you know, trying to trying to wind down and and yeah. uh, give ourselves a little bit of break. And then you see 33 days and you're like, oh, no breaks for us. <laughs> no breaks for us. We got to talk to racers and figure out who's going, who's not, what what the plan is. Do they have more power? You know, are the stick shift guys that we talked to last year, are they coming back? Do we need to stay away from them? You know, things like that. Taylor <laughs> Hedrick, you know, uh, Jeremy Howell, Chad Fegley, are all those guys coming back and all that kind of stuff. I see Justin tagging Brad there. I want to say thanks for that. For sure, and uh, and good luck to them. If you guys have any questions or anything, I, you know, I don't know how much we can answer, but we would love to help in any way possible to make your event successful. So excited to see new events coming up. And guys, you know, I love regional stuff. I love the weekender style events because that is going to be our gateway drug into getting more people into this. Brandon Parker, I see you, race cat friends, bud. <laughs> um, moving on to the next little bit here, guys. Rule changes. We're still kind of adapting some stuff. This should be one of the last updates, if at all, that we have to do for the 2024 Dragon Drive World Champion rule updates. And I have added this to the website as well, if you have any questions. So essentially, national level events that are quarter mile based, we need a way to get that to from eighth mile because some events, because of logistics, can only have an eighth mile track is one of the days of racing so for events that have one or two days of racing one or two days of eighth mile racing um i don't i don't care how they do their scoring right if they do math to figure out what a quarter mile time was and that does their you know standings and all that kind of stuff um we are going to convert those eighth mile ets at a rate of 1.546 which is a much easier way for me to do it than to do it manually, which is what I did this year. Okay. Sucks to go through 600 passes to do that manually with the Wallace calculator. So the change for this year is if your event has an eighth mile day, one or two days, we at Dragon Drive Addiction for our stats, for our record setting and all that kind of stuff, points, collection, all that, ET bonuses, all that, we are going to multiply those eighth mile times by 1.546. It gives me an easy formula. I can type it in, you know, click down arrow and it, and it does all the formula for me for everyone. The reason I'm doing this, I know um, typically people say 1.56. I was talking to Boo Kwamso. He says his is 1.53 on the back end. Um, I wanted to essentially kind of split all of that but my main goal is the 850 racer because a lot of those like so a 550 eighth mile et works out to an 8503 quarter mile 850 pass so essentially i wanted to make it as easy as possible so those racers weren't going to be um, on a time that was under which is something that we're going to have to watch for so if you are in an 850 class we may have to increase your time to where if you know you couldn't turn in an 848 at that track because of your cert or because of the class so we may have to figure out something i don't know again this is we are figuring this out as we go guys this is <laughs> not normal stuff and uh, we'll probably not have a a real bearing on most anything that's out there so th this will this will help me on my end but i wanted to make it public for sure okay 
So this will again only apply to our scoring for our for the events that we are covering for national level events for the Dragon Drive World Champion. Questions? Ask them in the comments. We'll go over those. All right, moving on. Let's talk about 2023 and kind of a Dragon Drive community recap. So this is this is kind of crazy to me right here that we were we were looking at this and I'll have the I survived a Dragon Drive list out. I don't know. Hopefully next week. It's probably not going to happen this week just because there were some other things that have come up that I have now have to manually go through 2,500 lines of code or of uh, information again. And I've done that twice now and it's, it's just crazy. And so it's pushed me back on everything else. So anyways, more than 4,300 racers participated in Dragon Drive events in 2023. Dude, that's, that's a lot. Half times what we had in 2022, which feels like a decade ago. To be honest, right. 2022 feels like, I don't five years ago. It might as well be as hard as we worked this year. But we had 1,879 in 2022. How crazy is that, man? That, that just the growth in this. If if companies are not paying attention to this that are in the automotive industry, there's something wrong. Like, we're, we're not shouting loud enough. I'm telling you, this <laughs> is a big deal. 4,300 racers, 32 events. 32 events took place. So when you start thinking about your old boy over there collecting names and all that kind of stuff, 32 <laughs> events, bud, 32 events. And a lot of those events don't make stuff public or they don't kind of utilize our format. So they don't really count, but they call themselves a drag and drive. And we consider them to be in the community because they drive a certain amount of miles. Like King of the Open Road is a great example. We don't count their stats in our like regional lists because of the way they format their event, but they still drive 200 miles. There's still a ton of drag and drive racers that compete in that. But, you know, so we count those as a drag and drive event, quote unquote, it just doesn't fit our stats uh, format. So anyways, 32 events, quarter mile by the numbers, wrap your head around this six second averages, seven racers, 10 second averages, 249 racers. <laughs> again, that's the number job. one class, dude, the number one class again, third year in a row is the 12 second class. I'm sorry. I take that back last year. 2022 was a 10 second class by two cars. So 270 racers out of like 1487 or something like that. National level events, 271 of them were 12 second cars. They ended well. They ended their week with a 12 second average again. This is these are national level events. I don't have all the numbers broken down for regional style events either. And then the second class for the first time ever is 11 second has never been higher than than the 10 second average guys. So pretty cool wow. stuff there. The, these are fun numbers. I'm going to post this up after this kind of a breakdown post so everybody can kind of look at it. And then eighth mile, we're obviously seeing a huge push in eighth mile stuff. You can see the four second cars. I mean, virtually, I mean, there's eight racers running fours that finish with a four second average. There's more racers running fours, but that finish with a four second average. And then you jump to the next largest or the, the largest of the classes, the sevens. So dude, that would kind of go along with the 11 and 12 second average stuff there. 121 cars there. And then 54 cars that are 10 seconds or slower. Wow. So there was actually a 20 second eighth mile event racer. But I think that was probably had to do with some of the way that, you know, like if they didn't complete 
or they didn't, you know, they broke the beams. Maybe they got like a 50 second time slip or something like that. So, yeah, again, uh, we're, we're working through all this stuff on how, how everybody kind of needs to have the same format. So it's easier. Go ahead. Uh, Pat Cook here has a question. Are bikes going to make the survived list? Oh, yeah. If if you survived a Dragon Drive in 2023, at least the national level and most of the regional stuff, then and I have your name, then yes, I, I'm going to put all that on there. And I'll, I should be able to post what cars they have. Most of the events gathered car info. Nice. I assume right. that was going to be your answer, but figured we'd yeah. bring it up just to be sure. Yep. And then, guys. ET and mile an hour record resets. That was one thing we did for 2023. We are moving to just ET records is all we care about in 2024, which will help a lot of events. ET records and mile an hour record resets, 55 across national level events. Wow. Crazy. And these are just class level. This is, you know, class against class year over year. So it's crazy to think that 55 records were reset um, in in 2023. Just nuts. Yep. What's he saying there? I said we're small enough class. It's easy to sort it out if one of us is missing. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's it should be pretty easy to figure out which cars and stuff like that. There are a couple things where I saw it looks like maybe somebody registered with a car, but then was in the motorcycle class. So again, down into the, this is the time of year that I generally get down into the nitty gritty of that kind of stuff and try and correct a lot of that. Where when we're you know firing on all cylinders in September and October, I don't have time to mess with any of that. It's really about right is the racer name correct? Which that was what I was talking about earlier. I found a an in correction to make the other day that I had not found beforehand. So it's just data manipulation, man. It's all got to be, it's all got to be the same. So anyways, and that's, that's hard to do. I mean, a lot of these events are like, it's, it's hard to run an event. You know, we, we do it our own, our own self. So it's, it's pretty tough. Um, Moving on. So that's why the numbers again, I'll make that post here shortly for everybody listening on the podcast. You can jump on to Facebook and find this. I'll probably put it on Instagram as well. Um, they'll have a breakdown of all the numbers by, you know, ET bracket, I guess. I don't know how you say that, but want to talk about who came on. You know, we had Sweet Patino is our only sponsor in 2022 and they came back in 2023 and they're coming back in 2024. I don't want to say stuff too loud. You know, um, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about. There's just some some contract stuff we're working through on the backside before we can announce all the other cool stuff that's coming in 2024. Sweet, but Sweet Patina continued their support into 2023, which again, feels like five years ago, the starting of the year, somebody right. leasing came on board. You know, we got to make that announcement at sick week, which is awesome to be able to do. You know, they came on board last year as the presenting sponsor for the dragon drive show, dragon drive news, the racer lists, the first ever dragon drive awards. And of course the world champion. So th- they took a big chunk. They were a huge supporter of us this year and we can't thank them enough. You know, Tommy and Jim were amazing to work with. They really helped do a lot of things and have helped the back end of stuff a lot more than I, I really thought we, I thought we kind of knew some stuff, but uh, you know, we really <laughs> uh, Molly motorsports, the team over there, Eric Grillo and Joe Malish and all those guys, 
came on board as a brand sponsor and have been an integral part of the year. I mean, they really have been been great partners for us this year. We intend to do a lot more with them in 2024. We've got some really fun ideas doing some stuff um, with the show and the news both. So that'll be kind of cool. Howard's Cam is is they came on board last year as a news segment. You know, we had the Howard's Cam comedy segment. They are going to, we're, we're doing some more stuff with them in 2024 and uh, it's going to be bigger and more fun with them for sure. And then racing junk classified. So we got to hang out with them a couple different times during PRI. They came on board and really gave us a, an outlet for, you know, like a buy sell. We didn't want to run a buy sell trade page and they really kind of gave us an opportunity to still have an easy way to push traffic towards them and us not have to worry about any of that. And racing junk classified is one of the best places to look and buy stuff. So if you haven't done that yet, you need to do that. And I see Eric has a few uh, cars and vehicles and trucks. I don't know what you got tonight, but I'm sure it's going to be fun. So we're, we're looking forward to our 2024 um, stuff with them. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I didn't say this earlier, but uh, we're working with some stuff for summit as well. So that'll be pretty cool to, uh, to see what's coming. And again, we should be making those announcements in the next couple of weeks, kind of what those sponsorships will mean and what the new sponsorships coming in will be as well. So we got a, got a few of those to announce also. So again, just working through those final little details of those, and we'll be able to make the, make everything go along. And guys, it only means we're going to do this better than we have done it. You know, I watched an episode of ours from uh, a little over a year ago and I was like, why did do people that. watch us? Why did people watch us back then? Dude, it's, it's so much better now. And it's only because of our sponsors yeah. and your heart. It's only going to get, it's only going to get better too. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And things like the stream deck are going to, yeah. once I figure it out, it's going to make things, you know, run smoother. And uh, yep. we're just going to continue to, upgrade our equipment and make things better and better yeah yeah that's for sure awesome so you talked about this earlier uh you kind of mentioned we're on episode 44 so live streams this year we did this show the dragon drive show 44 episodes yeah so that's that's pretty, pretty impressive you yeah. know we we missed a few here and there for different reasons but 44 yep. is still really good for a year. <laughs> That's right. We also did 40 of the Drag and Drive News, which is our Saturday morning show. We did 40 of those. And we did 23 live streams from the events that we were at. Yep. Dude, that's that's pretty crazy. It it was really crazy. And if I don't know if anybody has seen it yet, but I did it. One of those was two hours long from <laughs> Hot Rod Drag Week. As I walk the tech line. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's crazy. That video has more than 7,000 views, dude. It's nuts. There were people we commenting on it the whole time. It was it was really awesome to, to do that, and we're definitely going to do more of that in 2024. Yeah, we did some similar stuff at Midwest Drags going through the lanes. Yep. And that, prep, that 23, that doesn't include the events that we did, the show, and or the news on site. <laughs> because I know you did the news at Summit um, before. Yep. Um, we did lives when I was at uh, One Guy's Garage, I think. Yep. We might have yep. did one that there. Nostalgia Nights. Nostalgia Nights. I was at uh, the event. So yep. so even within that 44 and 40 numbers for the news and show, uh, some of those were actually done on site at events as well. 
Yeah, which added a whole new level of complexity because one of us couldn't see the notes. Yeah. So so it's kind of like one person had to run it. And that's going to be harder as we move into 24 because, you know, we're putting your schedule together. We're putting my schedule together. And it looks like some of that stuff's going to overlap, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped about that. I mean, we, we, we definitely had a good time at Midwest Drags together. So yeah. more of that to come this year. Yeah, that's for sure. And then the list of guests we had this year. Oh my gosh, so dude. I'm I'm going to read through these names and it's it's pretty impressive. Yeah. All right, we got Cameron Thorpe, Rich Guido, Bill Armstrong, Mike Finnegan, Brian Loans, Ryan Hargett, Brian Goldstone, Jeremy Wiedemann of Summit Racing, Tommy Dupree of Summit Racing, Devin Vanderhoof, Jay Blanchard, Chris Story, Phil Balmaceda, Mick Epps, Clinton Sadowski, Monday Morning Racer, Greg Jones of Engine Builder Magazine, Jeremy Bonnet, Brett LaSala, Terry Miller, Lake Speed Jr., Adam Dory, Derek Putnam, Aaron Schaefer, Keith Turk, Cooper Bogetti, Emily and Cody Medesis, Scott Brown, Chad Fagley, Taylor Hendrick, Jeremy Howe, Calvin, and Andrew Nelson, just to name a few of them. Dude, it was nuts. Uh, so, you know, you and I were both kind of working, putting that list together. And I was like, I was trying to go through and just out of memory, you know, like I would scroll down through our live streams on the YouTube channel, just trying to see who we had put on the screen. I mean, I know there's people that we're forgetting. I know there are that would oh, come yeah. and pop in the show. Uh, do we have Scott Brown in there? I don't know if we have yep. Scott Brown on there. Okay. Yep. yep so yeah, he jumped on. James Rowlett was on one night talking about uh, he was on with Scott. I don't know. There was so many people and guys, we, we really intend, we're going to talk about what we're doing in 2024, but our goal is to just keep adding to that list and make it longer. You know, we want to have a guest just about every week that we're live and we're going to talk about our goal number for 2024 for the show and the, the news and how many live streams. And I'll tell you right now, the folks that have been here, you're going to be blown away. It's going to be awesome. So it was really cool. I want to say thanks to everybody that came on as a guest. I know there was a lot of times where we were, it seemed like we were put together, but we were definitely not. Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about the guys from last week. Gearhead Perspective didn't have, yep. you know, put those on their fro and and Bo and John. So appreciate those guys. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that's, I mean, that's got to be 15 or 20 people there in that list that came on to our show and talked to fans out there in the Dragon Drive communities. And it's only going to get cooler, man. I can't wait. Yeah. And then you got to figure all the people we talked to at PRI, all the people that we talk to at events yeah. when we're doing the live streams, we're doing yeah. interviews, you know, the number of interviews that we did this year and the number of people we interviewed, you know, those aren't even on that list. So yeah. you think about all the, the interviews we've done, the videos we've dropped with those. It's it's wild. Yeah, it's it's been pretty intense. Um, it's been pretty intense. We what's, had a uh, question right here. here? He's saying, do you guys use a green screen with the StreamYard virtual background? Yes, I have a green screen. Yep. Yeah, me too. Uh, right. It's it's mine is huge. So my podcast room is nine by seven. And this uh, green screen is 10 feet by six feet, I think. Something like that. It completely covers my back wall. <laughs> yeah, de definitely do that. I listened to their podcast the other night. They had John o, Johnny O from WDRA on. Uh, we listened to that on our way back from Springfield. So we drove to Branson, then on up to Springfield to look at go-karts for the circuit uh, racer party. So got to listen to them. I, I don't know if my wife and them enjoyed it, but uh, I sat in the passenger seat, let the wife drive. 
and I literally uh, just watched their show the whole time, the whole ride back. We left Springfield, and it came on, and I jumped on it, and they were on until we got home. It's pretty cool. Kind of wild uh, getting to sit in a, in a in the passenger seat, isn't it? If you're like Dude. me, I'm used to driving all the time, so um, typically I don't want to be a passenger, but then once I am the passenger, I'm like, man, this is kind of nice. You get well, some work and done and, that's and do right, stuff that's right. like that. Yep. So I was doing, I was listening to their, their podcast. It was live obviously. And then, um, also went, you know, the next level was posting stuff while I was doing that. So it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. All right, guys. Do you remember what else we did? We went to PRI. Dude, we hosted the first ever Dragon Drive Awards and, and world champion. And it was a whole, whole ceremony. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah, was, it was awesome. crazy. <laughs> It was crazy to be at PRI. So I've put up a couple pictures of our, uh, really, I in the folder I pulled these photos from, I didn't have photos of the booth. But, dude, I'm telling you, next year, we're setting up a time-lapse camera uh, across or in our booth or something. It would have been awesome to have that footage. Because I'm telling you, you know, we tried to figure out the other day, it's six or 700 people, something like that. But it had to be more than that. It had to be more than that. We gave out 300 stickers and we're <laughs> done with those early, you know, early every day by noon at least. Yeah. So it was pretty wild to to be able to do that. And I know as those stickers become more popular because people will know about them, they will go much faster. So I, I think we're, I think we keep it at a hundred a day. I think that's kind of where we keep it. And we make people come in early in the morning and grab that stuff. Yeah. And I think it, I think it worked really well that we didn't have them out on the table because, yep. you know, there's a lot of people that'll come by and just grab stickers, but we wanted yep. to make sure the people that knew about the stickers got a sticker. So that worked great. Yep. When people came to the booth, they're like, Hey, I'm here to get my sticker awesome then we handed those out because otherwise I'm, i can't imagine how quick a hundred of them would have went if they were just sitting out on the table i mean oh, we okay. had the we An had the full maybe. size yeah we had the full size drag and drive stickers out all weekend mm -hmm. and uh and we went through all of those as well and there had to be seven or eight hundred of those minimum i mean there maybe was a lot. i don't know it was it was a whole lot thank you to summit racing for providing those we appreciate that i know there's a lot of toolboxes and refrigerators at home that had those had those on them now so yeah and one of the really best cool. one of the best things is i saw you every time somebody would grab one you would tell them that it uh it makes the beer in the fridge cooler <laughs> yeah. and, and that always got a good chuckle so that was cool yeah. to see too yeah, they uh, and and sometimes they would take two, so that was like <laughs> definitely double cold, frosty mugs, man. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, I'll tell you one thing that we did learn is that the booth wasn't large enough, and um, placement is key. So one of the struggles that people had in finding us was that the booth that was next to us had this big, uh, I don't know, the big square that came out for their backdrop. And it really kind of cut us off from mm -hmm. anybody seeing us. So if we are in that same location next year, one, it would surprise me because I've, I've already asked for a new location, but then two, we're doing a 10 by 20 next year. So we'll have room for everybody to come in and hang out. Maybe we'll put a couch in there and some chairs so we can sit down and do interviews and in, in, in the, a chair and, uh, and at a table. That's but, a good idea because we didn't yeah. get to sit much. So if we can do our interviews yeah. sitting down, it, it would help a lot. Yep. And so, you know, that's one thing we did learn from the get out and drive podcast guys over in, uh, in the racing jump booth, you know, those guys, they had the setup, man. They, they could hang out in the chair. They, they scheduled live streams throughout the day. And so we would just, you know, 
that was that taught me a lot. I'll tell you, that taught me a lot. So yeah. a 10 by 20, which guys, here's the deal. It's a lot more money than a 10 <laughs> by 10. Yes. Okay. A lot more money. Plus, we have a lot of really neat stuff planned for the backdrop. Like the, the backdrop that's showing behind me here is actually the banner we had in there. We have a lot more planned for how to structure our booth. So we're going to have more space. We're going to have all that stuff. But we're if we get stuck in a spot like that, we're going to have flags that we can put up that will uh, alert folks to us. I see Devin here saying he couldn't find us all weekend. So, um yeah, we, we are sad you missed out on on stickers as well. So it, we did get to see him. We ran into him one time, but I, I don't think it was there. And uh, it wasn't at the booth. It was out on the floor. So yeah, pretty cool to do that. And then, you know, just to be able to hang out with like, I mean, dude, that room was, I told him we wanted a spot for 50 people and it was packed. Like, I mean, that room probably could have held a hundred, but it would have been real tight. But yeah, we had, we had to more be than 50. Close. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I think somebody at one time, I think it was maybe Tommy from Summit, said there had to be at least 75 or 80 people in there, which is really amazing. Like it was looking back at these pictures. Let me show this picture here. Like th this is the shot from the back corner. And what you can't see is like, well, I'm pointing at my screen like you can see. <laughs> but behind Travis's, behind Travis Weiser, who's running the live stream. Thank you to Travis for doing that at the last second. Didn't even tell him he was going to have to do that, but he did. Like there are 40 people right there. And I this mean, was early least, on. Yeah. Yeah. This was because, because there was people before 11. The, yeah. Yeah. There was people standing in the doorway because, you know, we didn't, we didn't get people to come forward enough as well. We weren't expecting that many people to show up, but yeah, yeah if we could have squeezed everybody up, we would have had a little more room in the back, but yeah, I mean, yeah. there was people in the doorway. Again, your brother was on a, on a chair in the corner, taking some photos for us. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep, it was pretty awesome. And I want to give a huge shout out to the guys that helped us run the booth. That really that was the game changer in us being able to do what we needed to do. You know, we had a bunch of uh, meet and greets set up and all that kind of stuff. So Adam Green, thank you very much. Stephen Narks, thank you for dude making that whole thing possible. We took his truck. You know, he he made the trip possible for me. Travis Wise, Red Hat Scotty. I want to say thank you guys for covering the booth while we were away. I mean, it really that made the difference. Like you guys made the difference of it being successful. And then when they weren't at the booth, dude, they were out like hustling for us. You know, they come back with right. so many business cards, so many conversations that they had had, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, Michael Heston here says you were out of stickers, so we dropped off a couple of hours. I like it. I like it. That's pretty cool. Well, uh. It was nuts, man. It was really a huge learning experience. 2023, we grew, I feel like, as people, just leaps and bounds from where we were in 2022. So Absolutely. pretty crazy. Yep. So thank you again to everybody that was part of that. Thank you again to all of our sponsors. Thanks to everybody that came to the award show. That really made a huge difference. Um, I posted this up the other day. 24 tracks I visited in 2023. 24 tracks, 14 events insane and um if you include the pri trip i put more than seventeen thousand miles almost seventeen five on the road this year going to and from events so pretty crazy I, I think yeah, it's probably close to 20 really because i just thought of two events i went to at mocan so yeah that's awesome uh i was gonna ask you how many of those tracks were new to you uh man i made this note the other day, but I don't remember a lot of them. I mean, yeah. really before that I had been, I'd been to several tracks in 2022 with events, but you know, 
Um, everything in North and South Carolina, Bristol, anything that we like with Midwest drags, uh, the two tracks at Detroit. Uh, I had been to Byron and them. I think drag week did that in 22 or maybe it was, it was a drag week. Drags. Yeah. So I'd kind of been to those, but I mean, so 15, 18, yeah. something like that new tracks to me. So it's really pretty crazy. And I intend to do 30 this year. Hey, Jerry Roberts. I, used to work with Jerry at uh, the old company back before I took this leap of faith and uh, <laughs> put all my trust in you guys. <laughs> nice. So, well, I didn't make a map like this, but I did uh, attend my first full week of a Dragon Drive at Midwest Drags. Yep. So all those tracks were new to me. Uh, I attended Nostalgia Nights in uh, Bunker Hill, Indiana. That was a really cool track. Again, brand new track to me. And uh, I did one day of the One Guy's Garage Drag Weekend here at Byron. Yep. So not not quite as as crazy as yours, but definitely got some new tracks in. And for Dude, me, no, bro, you went to Mocan. It's a Mocan Dragway, smoking Mocan in Jackson, Missouri. I didn't even put the circuit on here. Rude. <laughs> well, you're going to have the, one next year. And, that was and the first you're going to get to add another one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first event I went to last yeah. year. So, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of new tracks for me. Um, more traveling than I've probably done in a while. So yeah. that was uh, that was awesome. Uh, still getting used to doing that and having a full time job. So, um, yeah. but I think uh, I think next year we'll we'll schedule it out a little better and uh, have a better idea of which events I will be at. Well, and. One thing, you know, one thing that we talk, you and I talk about all the time is like, which events are most important for you to be at, right? right? And so that's kind of the thought process behind leading into what goes next. What comes next for, you know, Eric White and Mike Narks is like, how do we get you to more events? Because, dude, that really is the key. Like us being at Midwest Drags together was amazing because we could really focus on so much different stuff. Photos were way better. Cause you were taking them with a big camera. PRI photos were better. Cause we were, you had a, a nice camera, not my cell phone, you know, things like that. And then I could also do the video side of stuff, which you helped a ton with too on both of those, all of those events, because you could shoot some reels while I was shooting a reel, you know, like a, like a big camera shot. I mean, like it really worked out well us being at both. So that yeah. kind of is the plan this year. We're looking heavily at drag week because it's the 20th anniversary. And we're looking heavily at Rocky Mountain Race Week because it's the 10th anniversary. Plus, they're coming to uh, my part of the country. They're going to be Oklahoma City, Tulsa, uh, Mocan, things like that. So so those are two events that we're looking at pretty heavily for, for you to attend um, mm -hmm. in 2024. And, dude. You know how it goes now. Like people know you, who you are. They, you know, it, it's you're not you're not uh, new anymore. You're you're the seasoned guy that can can walk up and probably get recognized. You know, so yeah. So and not to cool. mention six summer being in my neck of the woods. So oh yeah, that one will obviously be on the list since it's my home yep. track is the host track. So yep, yeah, it should be should be a great year. I'm really excited about that. Well, let's talk about some of the brand growth because uh, we went ham. In, we did in 2023 more than 3,000 posts um these numbers are actually off just a little bit we've actually this was part of a media kit we sent out back in November to a bunch of different uh, folks but I didn't have time to update the the numbers here so we're we're literally Instagram has baffled me 
Something <laughs> happened with Instagram and we would ramp up two or 300 and get so close to 70,000 and then drop three or 400. I'm, I'm talking like in the span of 10 days of each other. So we have teetered around that number all year long, like, or well, not all year, all, the last three months. Uh, we're so close to 70,000 followers. We're going to make it by the end of the year. We'll make it by the end of the year. I mean, dude, we're 226 away. If we don't, I'm going to, I'm going to cry because my (laughs) goal is tonight to make another post tomorrow to make another post. You know, like we're going to just keep making these three and four and five posts a day because dude, how much content do we have just on our phone from the events? You know, not, not including the big camera stuff. Um, Followers on Facebook, we're close to 5,500, 5,600 there. We're more than 10,000 on TikTok now. And then uh, YouTube, we're at 6,300 or something like that. So again, these are a few months old, but it was an easy thing to, to come up with here. But guys, we grew from like 58,000 total followers at the beginning of the year, somewhere in there, to more than 92,000 without, that's without using the Facebook group uh, the Dragon Drive Addicts, which is at more than 14,600 members. Absolutely insane, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we said we were going to shove this in people's faces all year, and that's yeah. exactly what we did. And and it's obviously uh, done us well. So we're going to yeah, yeah. continue that method. Yeah, 3,000 posts were made bef- during this year. I mean, just think about that, people. Think about that's Dude, that's, almost, that's eight a day. It's eight posts a day across what's really probably six or seven different platforms, you know, between our own Facebook and, and all yeah. that stuff. But 3000 posts is crazy. And I guess that's just to the drag and drive addiction stuff. Cause I didn't add in my own personal things and right. much customs. And I don't know if you added, you know, in 3000, I know that's not, including the 815 because you're busy over there all the time too you got more than a thousand or 1200 posts over there pretty easy yeah so yeah it's it's been intense man it's been really intense and then personal facebook's have been have gone ham um i changed over to a a content creator or whatever facebook calls it uh did that and now have like eleven thousand followers on facebook following Michael Marks, which is yeah. really crazy to me because I typically I'll post some car stuff for, you know, on the Michael Narks Facebook page, but uh, typically it's a little more family friendly and, you know, kind of my normal followers would look at for drag and drive stuff. I try not to cross pollinate too much, but uh, 11,000 people over there, dude, it's just, it's nuts. So my goal is 4,000 by the end of 2024. Yeah. I mean, well, when you're, when you're famous, Mike Narks, uh, they're going to follow the no. person in infamous Mike. Narks. <laughs> well, I, I do want to say thanks to everybody that has done that. It's really pretty cool to be able to, to, you know, make a post and, and hope that many people see it. So, yeah. And then my personal Facebook, the same, uh, I think I created my, I switched over my Facebook account, uh, just before you did with yours. And, uh, I am over 1,200 followers yep. now, so that uh, that grew a lot this year as well. Yep. I know um, changing that to that content creator profile has definitely helped, and it helped um, bring in the uh, rising creator stuff. Um, yep. There's some monetization stuff that came along with that, so that's been huge for me as well yep. because we always talk about we're we're growing drag and drive addiction we're growing narc Selectic customs 815 mm-hmm. lsx swaps but we also need to grow mike and eric as well so that's been yeah. that's been huge for us this year 
Yeah. And, you know, let's lead that right into kind of some personal accomplishments from, from last year. I mean, dude, I was able to quit my job in July. Like I've done this full time for, you know, five and a half months now, six months. It's, it's been really intense to, uh, to think about nothing but drag and drive. It's, it's really been crazy. And looking back, man, there's just so, there's so much that, I got bogged down in early because I was really trying to figure out how to do this. Like I had never been a full-time content creator and I think I finally got a little bit of rhythm. I mean, is all I can say. I finally got a little bit of understanding of what to look for, what to maybe try and do things like that. So that's only going to help moving into 2024. And then my, my last little bit of personal accomplishment is a dude called me out. And asked me to sign the dash of his truck. Thought that was pretty cool. He wanted nice. it on from me uh, on his truck. So I thought that was really really neat. So nice. My things, but dude, you've got an entire list of cool stuff that happened to you this year. And well, not that happened to you that you made happen. Yeah. So why don't you run through that while I give me a drink? So uh, one of the more recent things, and if. Uh, those 1200 people that follow me probably have saw I uh, purchased a laser engraving machine this year. Yes. Uh, just a few months ago, we had some of the items uh, on display at PRI. We had some drag and drive coasters. We had mm-hmm. the drag and drive mirror. We've got uh, the horn delete plates that I got sitting right here next to me. So um, that was a big investment. Yeah. Um, but really, I was able to purchase that because of the trim rings that I had been selling. So that I took that investment and put it into a new piece of equipment and hopes to continue growing that side of me and 815. Um, Besides that, I really went ham on graphic design stuff this year. Yeah, you really did. This was something that I didn't even know I enjoyed until I started doing it. And once I started it, I absolutely fell in love with doing it. So a couple of the things that I did this year, uh, designed the parking lot beers and trailer burnout shirt that we sold um, a number of those when we did that pre-order. The drag and drive addiction keychains, which we'll be getting those up and going here pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And the PRI stickers. So those were... Yeah. Just a few of um, merchandise type stuff that I designed. But beyond that, I did event artwork for Midwest Drags, Nostalgia Nights, Back to the Streets. And you can see the stuff coming out now. That's the circuit mm-hmm. stuff is all yep. stuff that I've created. Yeah. And then and I created was... it from nothing. I mean, like, and you and I have this conversation a lot. Nobody ever hears it. But, you know, Eric is so much more creative than I am with that stuff. I am a volume guy. I come up with a thought. I put it down. I do a little bit of artwork. Boom. It goes on. Uh, Eric takes a little more time and puts stuff together. That is, is that one step is that next step. And I think it does take both of us to do that. So, Oh, absolutely. Cause a lot of times we'll bounce ideas off of each other. And, mm-hmm. and when I come up with my first draft, um, I'll send it over to you and we'll make some tweaks. Um, but yeah, they've really turned out good. And it is crazy for me, even as the one that's creating it, to look back at what I created and think that that was just a blank screen, yeah. you know, however long it takes for me to do that. And uh, so that's been awesome. I created the flyers and business cards that we had at PRI. I did a flyer for Back to the Streets and mm-hmm. for Hargett Automotive Performance. 
those were all very awesome opportunities to get to create yep. that stuff again just here's the idea that we have go create something yep and then on facebook side again my personal facebook uh rising content creator uh at least eight times is what i was able to find so eight different yep. weeks starting back in september i was given that um award or i don't know what you want to call it um yeah. I had sure. a award. Facebook I like it. Award. <laughs> I had a Facebook reel um, of my truck, and this one was that blew my mind because this video was never recorded for content creation. It was a video on my personal truck. I had a stuck lifter on a Silverado oh, uh, with the DOD. Yeah. Anybody that knows the DOD engines knows exactly what I'm talking about. But dude, I had my phone. Dude, it's hilarious because it's like. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, that that's the whole video. And I, yeah. I set my phone in the engine bay so that I could see what was going on. I started the truck. I turned it off. I saw my problem. One day I decided to upload it. And that had like 1.4 million views on that video on, on my personal Facebook. Yeah, it's pretty intense. And that video also on 815 or no. Yeah, 815 on TikTok and Instagram both had that 1.4 million views. So that video yep. in total had, what's that? Three, um, four and a half million, almost 5 yep. million views. That's crazy. Dude, you're forgetting about another video too. The, Which one? The chicken pulling it, pulling the, uh, the foam out of the, the fuel tank. That's right. I didn't that include that went, one. That video went ham, a couple million views on that across the platforms too. So you had a huge yeah. year. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That video, I completely forgot about when the uh, foam disintegrated in my fuel cell, people thought that was fake and that yeah. I stuffed that into my fuel cell just to get views. And, and the people that know were commenting in there. And I think that's why that video did so yep. well, because the yep. people that didn't know were making comments and the people that knew were making comments. And that's just yep. how you make I, I that think, video grow. I think one of my favorite ones was like, I clicked on this because I thought it was chicken. <laughs> yeah. I was that was, yeah i was like that's what i thought too <laughs> yeah that, that that there were some good comments in there and then yeah. to wrap it up uh 815 uh youtube channel hit 1 million views this year uh that started out the year around 1700 subscribers and it's about 2940 so we're almost to 3000 man that's great dude congratulations i mean you've earned every bit of that success like it's it's been awesome to see you grow like that for that stuff and do all the stuff for for dragon drive addiction I yeah mean, like it's it's been pretty intense uh you know i've pushed you really hard this year and i appreciate your uh your commitment to that so and it's, i think it's, it's been awesome i think it's definitely helped us both grow um i did have a note here photo editing was something else that was huge in 2023 yep. and I even was able to, you know, kind of pull you in on, on that and, and yep. get some of these shots that, you know, I'm able to edit the, the picture to make it look good, but you are able to, to get the view and understand what's, what's a good shot. So together, I definitely think we grew and we made each other better throughout this year. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy to think what we all, uh, what we all had had going i mean it was just it was really nuts i see my mom's in here making comments um 
we we do have some new sponsors we haven't released those yet they are coming we're, we're working some final details out but guys let's thank some one of our sponsors right now with some uh with some fun stuff i was digging around again guys you know the deal i'm always on summit racing finding all kinds of cool stuff um this week obviously they have the dragon drive addiction the og shirt you can see it down there the tommy dupree shirt and guys tommy sold the trans am so this shirt when you see Tommy Dupree at an at Sick Week, and you're wearing this shirt that you can pick up at the Summit Warehouse as you're driving down there, like have him sign it because he doesn't have that car anymore. He's right. the new, and I can't wait till he starts showing it. But of course, we got the hats on there. You know, you can see right here that hat, dude. That hat's fifteen bucks. Yeah, like and it's a it's, nice hat. Yeah, mine is sweating like crazy, and half a Clay Milliken signature's gone. But listen. I'm going to throw it in the washer. We're going to get it cleaned up. It's going to be looking nice. But for 15 bucks, I may just order me a new one. Right. You don't want to You don't want to uh, erase that signature. Otherwise, you're going to have to go bug him again for another one. Yeah. I need a reason. I need a reason. <laughs> but I found something that was really cool. And this, this obviously isn't parts related. But um, if you scroll down to the bottom of summitracing.com, they have Powered by Enthusiasts, which is members of their teams across the country that have cool cars. And so one of my favorites, you can see Al in marketing here, the 67 Camaro build. That was a really cool video. These are like seven or eight minutes long and kind of tell the backstory of like who they are, what they do at Summit, blah, blah, blah. But it really tells a really cool story about the car. And this Al's story with the Camaro build was really neat in my opinion. And then I really liked this 93 Cosworth. Dude, that... Mm. That's a good video. I'm I'm a big fan. That car is like 20 years in the making, and he rallies the shit out of that thing. Nice. So that was really cool. So again, you know, some it's a lot more than just parts to us. I mean, obviously they're they're friends of ours. They're you know partners in this whole thing with us. But this allows a lot more people to kind of build some uh, build some rapport with them. So it was really cool to see that. And then I saw that uh, Yukon Gear had a hundred dollars off instant rebate off of everything they have on the site. So Pretty cool stuff. This one here is just a simple 12 bolt um, uh, deal. I think 12 bolt. Yeah, yeah, 12 bolt rear axle, which is what I have in the old truck. So it was. It interests me to uh, to be looking at this. I may put one of those in instead of the welded diff that I have in there now. And for 100 bucks off, dude, that makes it 568 bucks. I thought that was pretty cheap uh, for for a setup like that. So pr pretty good deal in my opinion on this stuff and uh, and a hundred dollar instant rebate was a good deal so that's one stuff that i found on summit racing this week and then you found some that's stuff on racing junk yeah the, these uh found on summit and found on racing junk segments have been a lot of fun throughout the year definitely yeah. you know we obviously spend a lot of time on these sites so picking out our our favorite stuff every week is yeah. is a lot of fun and, and you mentioned earlier racing junk found on racing junk uh, racing junk is one of our sponsors we don't do a buy sell trade facebook page or anything we do everything through uh racing junk so mm -hmm. my two finds this week First one here is a 94 Mustang Turbo for 60 grand. Uh, I really nice. like this one. As soon as I saw it, it's a very clean looking car. I'm yeah, typically 235 on the back with a 12 inch tire or 12 inch. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, yeah. I'm typically not a SN95 fan, but for some reason, this one, this one really jumped out. I'm yeah, going to kind of. It's the tiny tire and two parachutes. 
Yeah. I'm going to scroll through the pictures here kind of quick because there's like 36 pictures. But, I mean, you, you see that engine in there? Dude, that's a nice car. Yeah. And for 60000 I mean, that's obviously 60000 is a lot of money. But uh, yeah. just looking at this car, what you're getting looks pretty wicked. So. Yeah, dang. Yeah. Yeah, very, what? very clean. Small block Ford? What's wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, you know, typically I pick out LS builds, but uh, this one, this one had to get stuck in here this week. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, oh, cool. definitely a cool car. Um, this one's in uh, Virginia. It's a 413 cubic inch, uh, 95 block, a 106 millimeter turbo. Uh, For exhilarating speed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's yep. a huge turbo. Yep. And then a fire suppression system for safety. You know, we don't often talk about how important that is when we're looking yep. at these cars, but um, that's, you know, that's a big deal on there. A Neil Chance two-piece converter, 390 gears, you know, a lot of, a lot of good stuff on this, this car. Yeah. So moving on to the second one. So we always talk about uh, racing junk's got more than just cars. So mm -hmm. I came across this one and I thought this one was kind of cool. A cool suit system for drag racing. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, these are, these are pretty cool systems here. Um, well, as we look through the photos here, though, they kind of show them on different uh, types of racing. So not just mm -hmm. drag racing, but yep. these can be used for just about any type of racing. Yeah, so Scott Brown uses a system like this, and um, he let me sit in Capone back at uh, King of the Open Road, and it was awesome. Like, yeah, you know, you could, that's part of the biggest struggle of these events is you have to be in the winter, you have to be in the summertime, because yeah. the track has to be right. Well, like, it can get really hot in that, and th this work, his system worked great. I don't remember what it was. I think it was Cool Shirts, but yep. yeah, that was really cool, and for, dude, for 500 bucks, that's really cheap. Yep, four ninety nine with a shirt included and free shipping. That's awesome. So, so those there are my two uh, found on racing junks for this week. That's cool. Well, uh, good stuff there. And again, racing junks back on board for twenty twenty four. We're excited about that and to have them on as well. Um, I think that's probably the end of our slides. Hang on, let me check. Yep. So I didn't do any artwork for the stuff we have coming for 2024. So let me get those out of the way and uh, let's just dive into this. So 2024 plans, guys, we've talked about a little bit. We've hinted about it all night long, but th this is kind of a layout of what we're, what we're going to do for 2024. Live stream updates. We are going to move. We're going to have a lot more segments on the show. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to, Three to eight minutes is what a segment's going to be. We're going to work with our sponsors to figure out how they want to, you know, what they want to cover, what is important to them, uh, things like that. So we're going to move a lot of that from the news. You know, we, currently we have the uh, Built for Dragon Drive during the news and we have the comedy segment during the news. We're going to move those to the show and that will free up time on the news that we can cover a lot of stuff, a lot more in depth. So that's what we really want the news to be is something that's it'll mostly be an hour. That's kind of kind of be our cap for the news. So to do that, we need to move out of the way for these segments that are over there. Now, we will still have some segments within the news, you know, that sponsors will cover that will be kind of fun and cool. But we're going to move a lot of that stuff here. 
which will be fun to do because it gives us a chance to spend more time on it. So we can have three to eight minutes uh, segments during the show. I think we're, we're definitely moving Built for Dragon Drive over here. We're going to move a comedy thing over here. We're going to have guests over here. That's The show is going to be our main staple. This is going to be where we come, where we hang out, where you're going to get all of your fun Dragon Drive community information, right? Yeah. The news is going to be that. It's going to be the news. It's going to be updates from that are pertaining to this weekend. It's going to be updates that are pertaining to upcoming events, changes to rules, all that kind of stuff. We're going to be able to dig a little deeper because we won't have necessarily those other segments in, in there anymore. So it's going to give us a chance to really, I don't, I don't want to say do some journalism stuff, but we're going to, we're going to really focus on a lot more in-depth stories that will come out on the news that will be a part of that whole community over there. And again, we talked about, um, more guests from the community, racers, promoters, manufacturers. I really want to step into that a lot more for 2024. You know, we had a lot of racers and promoters on during 2023. We didn't have a whole lot of manufacturers like uh, Molly Motorsports is one of the, one of the guests that I want to get on very much, very quickly because like the tour that Eric gave us while Jesse Fox and I were there on site after we left street and eat, y'all, it was crazy. And we're not providing that level of information for you guys that we need to and that can help as we come along same thing for howard's camp same thing for for the sponsors that we haven't leaned on and not just sponsors of ours but other companies that do stuff like you know we talked to um uh, cameron at header shield while we were at pri i think that would be a great race over here and a great in-depth conversation to have with them about how their process can make Dragon Drive cars live. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to be able to do that. Our goal for 2024 is to do 48 shows. Possibly 50 is a high goal. You know, there's only 52 weeks in the year. So there will be some times where we will be on site somewhere or something has come up and we can't do a show. But the goal is to do at least 48 show episodes and 45 news episodes. And let me remind you guys, that's two complete scripts two complete things that we're working through for three hours of coverage that we're going to talk about every week from the Dragon Drive community. If that doesn't motivate manufacturers and folks to jump on board with stuff, I don't know what will. Listen, nobody else is talking about this stuff three hours a week like we are. It's it's right. absolutely crazy. And dude, we're missing so much stuff because we just don't have the time to put it in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we spend so much time putting together notes and slides, like, you know, the, what you guys are seeing as the result of, you know, hours that we're spending per week uh, to put the stuff together. So, and, and that's, that's the reason why the show is getting better as well. You know, when we first started, we weren't uh, putting as much time into (laughs) it because we really didn't know what we didn't know until we started to learn and, and progress throughout the year. Yeah, it's really crazy to go back and watch those episodes. One thing that we are working on is stuff that becomes evergreen, which is stuff that people would look for later on. You know, a lot like what uh, Bang Shift has done with Chad Reynolds. You know, they did like a Dragon Drive 101. We want to do some things like that. We want to lean into a little more of that stuff. And again, go do some of this journalism type stuff. You know, I feel like a lot of times we are just talking about what is happening in the last two or three days, but we need to be able to tell people about events and why they're special, why things happened in the way they did and, and historical things. And I think we'll be able to do that moving forward. So I'm excited about that. 
um, events for 2024. I already have 18 events on my schedule currently, and we've got at least three to six on Eric's schedule. Uh, you know, we talked about the the week long events earlier tonight, but then there's also some weekend stuff that is landing relatively close to his house yep. that uh, that we'll definitely have him, you know, try try and be at. Like, so you start thinking about that. That gives us a lot more coverage across the country. You know, if we can be at 22, 25 events throughout the year, right? We can really bring you guys the an opportunity to to have coverage that we've never seen before in this kind of community. So. Yeah, I'm pumped and, about that. And it's gonna be—I mean, it's gonna be fun. And we're we're gonna get to tell so many more stories this yeah. year because, you know, you're gonna be at a lot more events this year. And yeah. it's—I don't know—I'm I'm just super excited. Yep. Um, we're adding to the team at some point this year. I know I've I talked about a little bit at PRI and some of the live stream stuff, but I. I, I'm going to have to hire some kind of assistant on my side just for the stats and record keeping, just simply because there's so much manual time that goes into making sure even just names are correct or there aren't spaces after somebody's last name and, and things like that that really bogged me down this year. So I couldn't quite cover as much as I wanted to because I spent, y'all, I spent hundreds of hours, understand that hundreds of hours just fixing names or just moving data around or just sending something to a racer and say, Hey, is this you? Did you <laughs> show up at this event? Your name was on the list because you registered, but were you at that event? And so just hundreds and thousands of hours of spending that kind of time doing that uh, becomes very difficult. So I'm going to hire some kind of assistant, whether that be somebody that I don't know, or whether it is maybe my 13 going to be 14 year old daughter and I pay her some money and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Travis Wise here saying, does the assistant position require skirts? No, it does not. I'm not opposed to a, a dude doing it. The problem with hiring drag race guys is that we want to talk about drag racing and I need somebody that doesn't care about that stuff and just wants to do some work for some money. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. And then also for um, events that we're not attending or like what we've done this year as well, we'll be purchasing photo packages from photographers that are attending events. And that's really helped us push a lot more information out there. Um, it's got a lot more opportunity for us to have a higher level of photo because I'm not carrying the big camera and like the big video camera and a point and shoot camera around with me. I'm just not going to do that. So we're going to be looking to, to partner up with some folks. I want to say thanks to Chris story for giving us a, a purchase package for his stuff. So anything I see on his website, uh, we get a discounted rate because we're purchasing so many throughout the year. So I want to say thank you to him for, for doing that. That'll, that'll really change our game over here because a lot of times, and for the folks that follow on the circuit, you've seen it. Um, you know, we use a lot of his photos already. So I'd love to be able to just purchase those and use those um, high quality photos. Cause a lot of times Eric's fixing them or, or whatever to make them go as big as what we need to make these posts uh, go from there. So I'm excited about that. Again, that's 2024 stuff. The assistant probably won't happen for another couple of weeks uh, or another couple of months. Got to get some things in order. I've got to create basically SOPs. I got to create procedures for this person to be able to log in whenever they can and, and do the manipulation of all that stuff so it can be right. And I don't have to sit there over their shoulders. So, right. so a lot of stuff on my side to, to make that work. And dude, it's crazy to think that we would even be needing that 
but you and I are so busy. I mean, I typically spend a solid day, day and a half every week writing just notes for the show, notes and artwork for the show. That's, that's what I do one day a week. So it's very hard to do that. And then spend like I did yesterday, two and a half hours, making sure all the data is correct before I release it to the public, you know, and it's as simple as a space behind somebody's last name that has attended four events this year or three events, sorry, three events this year. And if I had not been at those events and known they were there, I would have never caught it because of the way it was all set up and the way I had sorted everything. So it's just, you know, all that stuff I got to figure out. I got to make it easier for us. But then lastly, this is a big one. This is, we're going to end the show on this guys. The website is getting better. I promise. Well, I know we <laughs> talked about that a lot in 2023, but we didn't know what to do. <laughs> we didn't know what to do. Jason Hurley says that uh, he's ready to quit his day job. Dude, we don't need you to quit your day job. This assistant will not pay for you to race a six-second car, I promise. <laughs> so, um, but with all of his winnings last year, maybe that's uh, – but I'm sure he just reinvests that right back in. So, you know, because he won both Rocky Mountain Race Week and Race Week. Yeah. And both of those pay out to the winner. So, overall and the Unlimited. So, you know, congrats. He's kind of a badass. I mean, dude, he's kind of a big deal. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, he—he's—he said, uh, it's, "Yeah, he—he's coming. It's going to be great. I'm excited about him, uh, him taking on the field in 2024." So, website development. The first order of business is to increase the historical data for the Billy Gebhardt Memorial Hot Rod Drag Week stats. That is number one on my list for the website. Okay. I have some 2023 stuff to finish up that will also kind of go into this, but guys, that's what I'm starting on first. There is so much history with hot rod drag week and so much stuff that Billy and the whole family, the whole Gebhardt family provided that it really makes such a difference. Like we can tell a huge story here and really help grow and increase the announcer notes, the promoter notes, the enthusiasts that want to know this kind of stuff, they can do that. The hardest part for me is I need to know what people want other than, hey, what's the fastest NA car? And hey, what's the fastest stick shift car? So we're going to have that kind of data because there's so many things that go along with doing all of that, that it really comes down to me just spending the, the detailed time in there and looking at that stuff. You know, like you would never... I'm telling you, you just have to spend time in that. So we do that. And then um, we're going to expand the Rocky Mountain Race Week historical stuff as well. So that is next. So Hot Rod Drag Week, the Billy Gebhardt Memorial Hot Rod Drag Week stats, and then Rocky Mountain Race Week because Rocky Mountain Race Week is in their 10th year this year. So we're going to have a lot of that kind of stuff. So if that gives you kind of an idea of timeline, um, I would say my goal is to have Rocky Mountain Race Week stuff done and posted and the whole thing set up before Rocky Mountain Race Week, which is in June. So have a lot of work ahead of me. So if anybody wants to uh, find us some more sponsors, I need them because we need <laughs> we, we need more hands in the middle of all this. So yep. anyways, that, that's kind of 2024. We are looking ahead. We're, we're writing stuff for 2025 and 8 and 30. And this is this is a long game. Get ready. Yeah. We're, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're hanging out. So I want to say thank you to everybody that's watched tonight. We've had a huge, 
outpouring of support with uh, with the comments all night tonight. I want to say thank you to everybody that's made a comment. I want to say thank you to everybody that's going to listen to this on the podcast because I'm going to go in and upload it. I'm going to download it, edit a few things, and then upload it uh, to the podcast sites. You can find us on your favorite podcast if you'd rather listen to it there. That's as well. Um, I see Ralph Foy. Can we get some hats on the website? Man, probably the easiest way is just send me a message. I'll message you after this, um, or you can run up, you can jump over to to Summit Racing and and order one of these um, right out of the gate, and they will probably have it to you faster than than I can. So, yes, uh, Andrea S123 says, almost need West Coast and international correspondents to cover more events. Definitely are looking at international folks for sure, and really just trying to tell. A lot of the story, Ken White is a good friend of ours, and you know he runs a Dragon Drive UK fans page. Fans UK, I, whatever. Dragon <laughs> Drive UK fans, I think. And uh, and so I'm going to lean on him a little bit to cover kind of some of the, the stuff that happens over there. And then, obviously, we're going to be looking for contacts in Australia because seven events down there, we need somebody that can attend, that is going to be attending most of those. The hard part is we don't have any money to pay anybody to go do all that stuff. Cause I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my stuff to, uh, <laughs> to keep doing this on this side. And, you know, we got to get Eric some money and uh, we got to, we got to get to these events. You know what I mean? I, the, the little Saturn rocket's been awesome, but at some point I'm going to need to spend some money on it or on something different, you know? So like, there's a lot that goes into to all of this and doing it on the, uh, on the uh, inexpensive route that we are trying to do this on and, you know, just work hard and, and provide content. So guys, again, thank you very much. This year has been, it's been insane, dude. It really has been insane to think what we've, what we've grown from and what we've grown to and all the stuff that's happened this year to all of us. And, and just how we've, we've just, I mean, dude, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting all mushy and rambling here, but I want to say thanks to everybody. And we really appreciate it. I appreciate it more than you can even imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy to think that this is our last show of 2023 next week when we're here will be first week of 2024 yeah it's it's crazy and it's it's really hammered down at that point because we're then in the month of january sick week starts the end of january january 28th and it's going to be another crazy event for me i was talking to matt zelenko the other day my daughter has again just like last year she had a competition the weekend of sick week starting and so i flew in late the night of that sunday night looks like i'll be doing that again this year so it's going to be crazy this time i'll be driving back from where she's competing in gymnastics and we'll literally get on a plane at 6 40 the next morning and fly to um fly to orlando and then i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm my plan currently is to jump in with the summit guys and just figure it out from there i'm going to use the summit truck as a home base i would say quote unquote and uh, keep my laptop and you know all my stuff there. And then whenever it gets through with that, and uh, we go on to the through to the next track, I don't know. Maybe I'll jump in with a racer for one day. Maybe I'll jump in with the Summit guys and ride with them. I don't know. So it's going to be kind of fun. I'm not going to rent a car again this year because uh, I just feel like it gets in the way. I need to be limber and be able to move around. So so we'll see what happens. Dragon drive life, baby. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we talked about that, uh, with the monoxide podcast, you know, kind of, kind of not having a plan and, and just rolling with the punches. All right, guys. Well, uh, is Saturday, no, Saturday is just a regular day, right? Saturday is just a regular day. Okay. No, it's the 30th. 
All right, cool. Well, we'll see. We'll plan to see you guys Saturday morning and go over some of the news. Last news episode of the year for that last show episode here. It's pretty crazy, dude. So let's let's let these folks go and have a good night, guys. Thank you again. We appreciate you so much. All right, we'll see you Saturday morning. Sweet. <laughs>